Hi, gang. Hey, what's up, gang? Get your bags. Get your bags. Collect your bags. Put them down. No, pick them back up again. Hey, hey, gang. Collect those bags. Get your bags quick. Kids, get the bags. Get in the car. <laughs> We're going on a trip. Kids, get your bags. Get we're getting the car. We're going on a trip. Okay, it's podcast time. Get in the goddamn car. I've had it up to here with you kids. Yeah, you, you don't listen to me when I tell you to get your goddamn bags. Are your bags even packed? D Jared. Jared, come here. Why are you always disrupting me? Why are you always disrupting mom when she's trying to do a podcast? Get your bag and get, get in the car. Okay, Jared? Okay, Jarek, over there. Not you, Jared. I already talked to you. Hey, Jarek, get your bag. Get in the car. We're doing a podcast. Everybody in the car. Hey, gang. <laughs> What's up? I hope you got your bags. I hope you're in the car. Because here we go. Uh, click. That's the car. And off we go. So there we go. That's my intro to podcast this week. Trying to keep you on your toes. Uh, it doesn't have to make sense. Don't think about it too hard. That's just how I decided to start. I'm going to start every podcast, I think, from now on with a weird scene. Inviting you to join me on some kind of a trip or a project or something. And listen, this is a stream of consciousness as it goes. I might as well have, instead of getting into a car, I might as well have told us to get into a boat. Hey, Jarek and Jared, my two sons, Jarek and Jared, come to the boat. Get your bags and uh, where's your bags? Get your bags and come to the boat because we're embarking on a stream, a stream of consciousness, you see. Okay, that's enough of that. Hi, how are you doing? Welcome to Podgus, you guys. What a silly intro. I'll tell you something right out of the gate. I am so jazzed, and I don't know if I've even made an official announcement about this, but I'm so jazzed about um, moving to video portion of Podgus. I'm moving on up, and I'm going to do a video portion, and I'm very excited about this. I am going to look into Patreon as well, so uh, I'm going to see, I'm going to look into how best I can manage doing exclusive content, because listen, I do a lot for you guys, I do, and I post a lot, and I try and stay relevant, and I try and let you into my world, and I'm trying to, also I'm trying to get my own bags, you know what I mean, bags as far as full of money goes, you know, did you see what I did there, but, um, I'm trying to expand the brand as it uh, as it ran, as it rhymes, you see, and I'm trying to look. I give a lot of stuff away for free. I have a low price point because I just enjoy doing what I'm doing, and I don't need to be a rich lady with uh, all kinds of boats and cars that Jarek and Jared to drive them to hockey practice. No, I don't need that. I lit. I want a simple life. I just want to entertain and eat good food in my kitchen, you know? And so, um, but at the same time, you know, I'm good at what I do. I'm gonna say it. I'm fucking good at what I do. And you're here, so you at least somewhat agree that I'm a good talent and worth listening to. 
unless you tuned out after the Jarek Jared bags thing at the beginning. Hey, but you know what? If you survived this far, you're one of the real ones. And if you left during the bags intro, then were you ever really a fan of mine? The answer, the answer, my friends, is blowing in the wind. The answer is no, okay? No just blew in the wind. And that's the answer. So, um, all this to say, I am excited about the prospect of looking forward to sometime in the next four weeks, I believe. The timeline indicates that I will start doing a video version of this that you can check out on possibly my YouTube channel or or we might be setting up a new one specifically just for Podgus. I am looking into rebranding new logo. Um, I personally love my theme song and I love writing music and I'm afraid of writing something that's worse than what we have already. I don't know if you guys are sick of the theme song right now and every once in a while it's okay to change theme songs, but I gotta say, I just really think the existing one is playful and fun and nice and um, listen, if you're a regular listener or even if you're first time, um, feel free to tweet me or send me a message on Instagram or whatever or TikTok at Alval Comedy and let me know what you think about the theme song. If it needs changing, if it if it if it's about time it got updated, or if it's just a classic, you know what I'm saying? Because if we're going to video, I am planning on expanding, baby. Let's expand and conquer. Cause Val is good shit, funny shit, wholesome shit for your tummy. And, um, and this is part of expanding, going on video, showing my face and making faces. Cause you guys don't realize how much you're missing out just by listening to me and not seeing what I'm doing with my legs. Cause let me tell you, my legs, I'm running a marathon under this table. You know, there's, I've, I'm carefully engineering the sound and the space so you don't hear the pitter patter the pat 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 of my feet, okay? So, um, yeah, I'm excited about going to video. That'll be really fun. And then I am um, contemplating Patreon strategies that if you're a true fan, if you're a true, if you're a true Alval believer, dog, then you're gonna wanna get Barman's right up in here and give me like a little cash key every fucking month. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a seven or something like that. A $7 Canadian bill. Give me a $7 Canadian bill. And, um, and then you'll get access to some more cool stuff. I'm just gonna be joking some more and hanging out more. And the problem is I gotta come up with segments or something like that. Do you guys want segments? How about we start introducing some segments to get a routine going? Because I know people like certainty and routine and segments. Um, maybe I'm just too sporadic and unpredictable for your ass. But I'll tell you, I really enjoyed doing the bags thing. I don't know if you could tell. Um, sometimes the line gets blurred between self-indulgent and actually uh, funny to other people, <laughs> but you know, that's the key to comedy. You got to entertain yourself first, you know what I'm saying? But, um, I think I'm going to do weird intros of situations of, I don't know how much more specifically I can put it. I don't want to pigeonhole myself, but a, a, a weird greeting of getting into a vessel of some kind or joining me on an adventure. 
And then I'll do, do you guys want to do the first ever Alval segment here? Let's do, oh, I'm so excited about this. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Introducing a new segment. So a handful of episodes ago, there is an episode titled Clank Those Thoughts Clean, in which I describe um, the feeling of being so frustrated with someone's ineptitude that, or or something that somebody says, or maybe some bigotry or prejudice that they hold, some old-fashioned beliefs, some um, inflexibility, something, or just plain something stupid that they said. Um, I devised a, a joke, a scheme, a strategy, an invitation to these people to put a cooking pot on their head, a la Johnny Appleseed, and to clank those thoughts clean, to grab a wooden spoon, and to bang around for a bit until you've wiped your hard drive and can start again without those pesky, stupid, intrusive, ass-face uh, fucking thoughts in your in your rattly brain. Just clank, clank it around until you're a fresh person. And we can start fresh. Fresh person. <laughs> Jenny, Lieutenant Diane. Fresh person. So clank those thoughts clean until you're a fresh person. But anyways, um, I'm going to start a new segment starting right now called Clanker of the Week. In which I describe, I maybe tell a story, I find somebody on the internets, maybe talk about, um, maybe pull somebody who is kind of currently going viral and comment on that. I know how being relevant is expected of us comedians. We gotta have opinion on everything. And normally I like to uh, walk the untrodden path. And when everybody's commenting on one thing, then I find it so redundant. And like, what what could I possibly contribute that's novel, you know? I'm just adding one more voice to the cacophony of noise that potentially could be harming this one individual who's like gone viral for embarrassing themselves, you know? So I'm going to try and give it the more personal touch. And I'm going to tell you guys about clankers who I've encountered this week who really deserve to put a pot on their head and have a good clank around. All right, clank, clank your brain clean, clank those thoughts clean. Let's get a fresh person under that pot, okay? So this week's clanker of the week uh, is the dump lady. <clears throat> dump lady! Okay, so last night, this is a fresh clank, fresh piping hot clank coming at you. So <laughs> last night, I performed uh, in this city outside of Toronto, like an hour outside of Toronto, called Barry, if you're familiar. And we performed at, it was Valentine's Day, February 14th, and we performed at this Valentine's Day themed show in, at a place called The Rec Room. And The Rec Room is a, a Dave and Buster's style arcade, and, you know, they've got uh, VR stuff. They got all kinds of games, um, and they got uh, usually a stage area and a restaurant area and a performance area, and it's like, it's really nice. Rec rooms are great. It's super fun. And um, and a staging area, and sometimes 
I mean, they're not set up ideally for comedy. I will say this. Nothing against Rec Room, but some of their staging areas are... There's no wall. There's no... Uh, there's no filter or audio thing protecting the performance area from the rest of the din of, of the place, you know, people, uh, playing all kinds of spinkly, sparkly, spangly fucking games out there. So you're, you're competing, basically, you're competing with fucking Mario Kart and Excitebike, Excitebike 64 and Tomb Raider and House of the Dead and shit like that, so... Um, but that is neither here nor there. I still had a great time. The, the audience did, except one, except one woman who, who was white. And so this is what happened. So I take the stage and there's a guy in the front row who is sitting alone um, beside an empty seat beside him that was very clearly um, recently vacated. I can tell that he was with his wife. I just took a swing you know, pretty good chance. So I see the empty seat and I look at the guy and I go, uh, so where'd, where'd your wife go? And he kind of, and I thought he was being playful as shit. I thought he meant this kind of half in jest. He just sort of gruffly and uh, clumsily was like, eh, she's in the dumper. And the way he said it and the use of the word dumper made me Immediately, I, I started riffing on, I was like, boy, you could have really chose your words a lot more carefully and gracefully when you're talking about your wife. You just kind of made her sound like she's she's in there fucking laying pipe. You're, you're talking like she's about to clog all the drains in rec room. <laughs> she's just taking fat shits in the house. You the, the way he said it just sounded like this is the first bit of relief he's had in months. He's like, oh man, the house fucking stinks. I'm so glad that she's taking the opportunity to to brown in someone else's toilet, stink up the fucking rec room while people are playing House of the Dead or the crane game. <laughs> Daddy, what's that smell? That's your wife. That's what you just described. So I kind of, so that, pretty much that. I go off. And the crowd is enjoying it. It's going well. Of course, it's Barry. They love poo-poo jokes. But most people do, you know? And um, and I, I move on. It's really not that long. I don't riff that long on it. I go like 30 seconds, man. Say a few lines, whatever. And then she... I continue. I keep talking. And then she eventually returns. And I do one quick little... I'm like, how was your shit, huh? Uh... Any any janitor, any custodial staff rushing to the bathroom behind you? Uh, something stupid and juvenile. And honestly, look, it's not the highest brow. I get it. I understand. I'm not proud of it. I'm I'm not I'm not presenting this riff as exhibit A of a as a showcase of my greatest talents. Let's just say that. So. And everyone goes, hardy har har and everyone laughs and whatever. And uh, the rest of the show goes off without a hitch. It's good. Everything's fun. People stop me on their way out, and they're like, oh, you were a delight. You were really funny. That was great. The usual. <laughs> the usual. And then, um, so when I get home, boop, boop, I see on my phone, I get a message from a woman who calls herself Shirley. And 
uh, I'll read you the f actual message. Let's go. Let's bring it up here because it's so funny to me. It's very, again, a bit inarticulate, but you know, that's all right. It reminds me of my story about the woman going, bad, bad, I'm sorry you're bad, to my face. Uh, if real podcast listeners, fucking real ones, know what I'm talking about. All right, so the message goes, you suck. You are insultive and rude. Insultive. See? See that? Hear that? Uh, insultive. She's so angry she's inventing words. You are insultive and rude. You should not be paid for tonight. Trust me, I will let the rec room know. The dump lady. She says, the dump lady! Exclamation marks. Look, look, look. Uh, once again, you suck! Exclamation mark. You are insultive and rude! Exclamation. You should not be paid for tonight! Exclamation. Trust me, I will let the rec room know! Exclamation. The dump lady! Exclamation. <laughs> She's just punctuating little spurts of anger at me. And then uh, she sent that. She called her fucking dump lady. She just said, the dump lady. Okay. And then next message, you really fucking suck. And then five more exclamations there. And then uh, next message, you need to find proper jokes, not this. Exclamation mark. Now, um, I need, you need to find proper jokes, not this. I, I'm, hey sister, listen. Once again, like I said, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not showcasing, uh, that as my greatest contribution to my comedy legacy. I would actually prefer if it gets stricken off the record. Or I did, until you called yourself the dump lady in the very same message you were trying to regain some dignity in. You know what I mean? Lady. <laughs> You can't complain and have, by the way, the fucking audacity, the Karenitude, the, the, the level of Karenness to threaten to, I don't know, to, to think you have any kind of power to revoke pay that is rightfully contractually mine just because you couldn't take a poo-poo joke, you 65-year-old batshit woman. Um, then, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. So, um, that is just the audacity is spectacular to me. The amount of entitlement and audacity to be like, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't like it. You said I did a poo. I, no money for you. <laughs> I'm going to complain to your manager. Wow. Such, such beautiful care and behavior. This is a first for me, by the way. I've had people complain about my act before. It doesn't happen often. I've had the lady go up to my face after my set and go, bad, bad, I'm sorry, you're bad. I've had that happen, but this is um, refreshing, to be honest, very refreshing. So, um, she says I fucking suck and I need to find proper jokes. So, yeah, uh, lady, I agree with the proper jokes thing, but if you listen to any other part of my act, you would also see the nuance and the vulnerability and the personal jokes and like, goddamn, if you didn't notice um, the care and attention and nuance in the rest of my act, then maybe you were just too busy fuming about the poo-poo thing. <laughs> and that which is your right as, as a customer, you paid for money. Look, I, if you want your money back, that is, that is something that is worth complaining about. 
but to take money from me is laughably spiteful. And that is where you lose my sympathy. So, so this is the thing. I feel genuinely, there's a part of me that feels bad when somebody doesn't enjoy themselves. And if I've ruined your night, I do feel sincerely a little bit sad about that. I want, I'm a people pleaser. I want everybody to leave having felt satisfied and it's your night out and I don't know what your life is like. So like, you know, it, it sucks when you go to a comedy show and probably these people are never going to a comedy show again. I've ruined that for them. And I, that weighs heavily on me. It does. I, I don't like that feeling. However, um, you know, if you're going to try and take my money away, like you can have yours back, but for you to be like, you should not get paid for doing a job that you did just because I alone did not like it. Um, then you need a reality check. You need an ego check lady. So anyways, this is what I responded back. At first I was, I went, Hey Shirley, I apologize for your experience. I meant it in good nature, but I absolutely understand why you'd feel insulted, and I apologize. I hope you enjoyed the rest of the night, and I wish you the best. So I sent her this sincere thing, because in the end, there's no there's no arguing with somebody who's on that level. There's no arguing with somebody who is hell-bent on, on, with, on withholding my fucking money, a professional... There's just no rationalizing. I think it's that ship has sailed. I've upset her. And the best thing I can do is offer an apology um, on a on a level as sincere as I can muster. Um, and especially when I'm I'm secure enough in myself and I'm comfortable enough in myself that uh, I know I don't really fucking suck. And I know I don't really need proper jokes. I'm allowed to dabble every once in a little bit of poo poo humor. You know, that's my right as an artiste. <laughs> and so I'm like, it, it, I stand to lose nothing by, uh, just apologizing her and letting her have her way. My skin is thick, you know, but, but then after I sent that, I read back and I, you guys normally I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say I, I look for the high road in every situation I can. However, However, between the the money threat and her calling her own fucking self the dump lady exclamation mark, I had to throw one more jab in. So I messaged her back. I was like, okay, so the last thing I said was, and I wish you the best. And then dot 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 new message. But also I have to admit the fact that even you referred to yourself as the dump lady is hilarious. And I sent her that and, um, she never responded. I think she probably may, may have blocked me or moved on or whatever. Uh, it seems I got the last word, which is a, a beautiful feeling. <laughs> I gotta say as a comedian, when you roast somebody so hard that they just pipe the fuck down. Um, or, you know, who knows? Maybe she's in her lab scheming revenge. Maybe she's busy dealing with the manager of rec room. Who knows? But Lady, you can't, you gotta be secure enough in yourself that, um, I don't know, you just self-pwned so hard calling yourself the dump lady. You know what I mean? You could have gone about it <laughs> in a much different way. It seems like you see yourself very much like your husband does. This big dump truck and machine fucking 
shipping trunk, <laughs> clogging toilets, blocking pipes all over the city. Anyways, if you identify as the dump lady, then I guess that's what you are. And and look, this is the other thing. Uh, I did post this conversation. And a lot of people are like, how do you, as a, a patron of a comedy show, as, as an attendee, um, an audience member, attend a comedy show and not be able to take a laugh? And I think there's there's more nuance to that, of course. Like, people go to a comedy show to laugh, maybe to get some relief from their daily lives. And people have different thresholds and sensitivities when it comes to being pointed out. And it is a fear for a lot of people getting pointed out and ridiculed publicly. And it's very valid. Absolutely it is. And so I, I think to sweep a broad brush and say, like, oh, you went to a comedy show and you got mad when they picked on you, like... I, I understand why that would, would, uh, why people get defensive. Yes, 100%. But also, you know, at a certain point, on the other hand, if you seriously are that uh, insecure that when a comedian goes, haha, look at this lady, she takes big fat shits, and you're like, no, now everyone in Barry thinks that I take big fat shits. If you think that I've somehow convinced this whole audience that you're a big fat shit lady, <laughs> then, like, maybe I struck a nerve that you need to take a look at and analyze a little bit more. I don't like when people tell other people to toughen up and get thicker skin, but there's a part of me that can't help but feel like, uh, lady... You know, maybe you need to relax your shoulders a little bit. Have a spoonful of Metamucil and, <laughs> and and get that blockage out. Hey, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe um maybe I didn't know, but I struck a nerve. Maybe she's been constipated for the longest time, and I'm making fun of the very thing that she is incapable of doing. She wishes she could clog a toilet to get out all this backed up brown in her system. All right. Anyways, that's really funny. So that's my clanker of the week. Lady, throw a pot on your head. You could have complained. You could have told me you were dissatisfied. You could have asked for your money back. These are all pretty reasonable routes. And I can handle abuse. Um, but but I'll tell you, you know what makes you a top clanker this week? Is <laughs> the fact that you not only are threatening as if you have any power over this to uh, withhold my money or, or to prevent me from getting paid for my work. But uh, you called yourself the dump lady. So this week's clanker of the week goes out to Stacy and Barry, the dump lady. <laughs> clank, 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 clank. Oh my God. That's what I should do. Okay, one sec. Oh, fuck. Ladies and gentlemen, this week's Clanker of the week is Stacy and Barry, the dump lady. Clank those thoughts clean, dump lady. <laughs> Yay! And a new segment was born. <laughs> so stupid. That's so stupid. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs>
I'm a grown-ass adult banging a pot into a microphone. <laughs> After telling a story about a woman who got mad because I told a group of people that she takes big shits. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, man. Oh, wow, my life. What is my life? I cried a little bit. Oh, wiping the tears off my face. New and a new segment was born, you guys. Clank those thoughts clean, Stacy. Have a good clank this week. You know what? Oh, furthermore, no, clank your husband clean. He's the one who started this. Listen, how can you be, how are we, how, why are you mad at me? Be mad at your husband for throwing you under the bus. Saying you went, you went to take a dumper or you went to the dumper. That's on him, you know? You already sound like you're a handful. So just, <laughs> no, you know what? I can take it. Leave your husband alone for once. Even though this is, he started it. <laughs> how petty and childish of me. He started it. Okay, so anyways, Stacy, clank those thoughts, lady, and best of luck to you out there. I sincerely do wish you the best, Stacy, if you're listening. Um, you know, good luck out there. You big ass clank, ratchet and clank. Oh man. You just got roasted. You just got banana slammed. Do you remember do you guys remember that Donkey Kong show? Uh, there was a Donkey Kong TV show. My One of my best friends, I think he said his uncle voiced Donkey Kong. Hey, Steve. Yeah. See, there's my roommate and friend through the wall yelling the answers to me. Our, our good friend Adrian, his uncle voiced Donkey Kong in that show. Isn't that cool? I remember. Um, look, this is kind of embarrassing, but whatever. Uh, as a kid... I kind of wanted to be, uh, I had the seeds of wanting to be famous a little bit as a kid. And every time I heard, uh, the Donkey Kong songs, they would always have a song in every episode. Every time I heard them singing, I was like, man, I want to be on that show and I want to sing and I want to sing on the Donkey Kong show and be famous on the Donkey Kong show singing songs. I want to be that good. So, you know, I should let my friend Adrian know that I used to really look up to his uncle. You know who else I looked up to? I don't know if this is, you guys can have a psychological field day on this one. But if you remember Muppet Treasure Island, that movie, the main kid, the androgynous boy girl with the really high falsetto voice who like his, he looked like he was maybe 14, 15 but his balls never dropped and he just had the most angelically high falsetto-y. I guess it's not falsetto if it's real. I don't know what the alto soprano, I don't know what, what any of those are. Hang on, let me take a look. Oh, cool. Okay, I looked it up. I'm learning something new. So, soprano or soprano, if you're, if you're Italian, uh, is the highest female vocal type. So, he... And then, I don't know if you care, but there's mezzo-soprano mezzo or mezzo-soprano. Mezzo, I'm going to say it like Italian. Mezzo-soprano is the middle range vocal type for females. There's alto or contralto 
is the lowest female vocal type. And then there's tenor. Tenor is the highest male. Baritone. Alter, it's a baritone. Baritone is the middle range uh, for male. And then uh, bass. And on this thing, it didn't even explain bass. But I guess it's self-explanatory at that point. Or bass. So uh, the 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 androgynous girly boy actor from Muppet Treasure Island, I used to envy him so hard. I, hey, check it out. I was obsessed with that soundtrack. My parents had it on CD, on compact disc. And for like a good solid, I want to say a quarter, a quarter. No, no, no. Yeah, uh, no, a third of the year. I was like obsessed with that movie and I would rewatch it as a kid and I was obsessed with uh, the lead guy and I wanted to be him and I wanted to be able to sing that angelically and high pitched and girly and stuff. And there was just something about him that I was like, oh, I'm so jealous, you know, let's see lead actor Muppet Treasure Island. That movie is a fucking classic, though, you know. A fucking classic. Tim Curry fucking rocks Tim Curry. Tim Curry is so good as Long John Silver. Kevin Bishop, I think it looks like, is is the boy. Yeah, it looks like he's the boy. The boy. Boy, he's grown up to be a good-looking cat. Good-looking dude. Good for him. And he's had a career, it looks like. The Kevin Bishop Show. Good for him. Um, anyways, yeah, I always, uh, maybe that has something to do with the way I turned out. Maybe that was a sign early on that I wanted a high-pitched, girly singing voice. Or maybe it was a sign that I wanted to be famous and be an entertainer and be, uh, and have people love me, you know? Anyways, how did I get there? Banana Slamma. I, I... It's that's how's that for a banana slamma? Banana slamma, banana slamma, banana slam, boom, 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 boom. That's uh, the Austin Powers theme song. <laughs> Sometimes my roommate and friend and I, uh, uh, one person, not two, or I mean two of us, because um, there's me and then my roommate and friend is one person, not two. You can be friends with your roommate. It's the year 2023. Get with the program, people. Stop being a bigot. Stop living in the past. You can be friends with your roommate. Okay. So, uh, one time I sang the Austin Powers theme song where I was like, and I sang the whole thing. And, uh, he chuckled and he thought I made that song up for a while until he found out otherwise he hummed it in front of someone else and they went is that the austin powers theme song and he said what what and then he found out that it was that i didn't make it up <laughs> but now it's so funny because i like we we like saying banana slammer and so we'll say we'll sing banana slammer to that theme song banana slammer banana slammer banana slam isn't that right steve see until, okay, so check it out, guys. When this podcast goes to video and when I actually have a producer and a, and a team, until then, Steve is my producer because I'm going to just check in with him through the wall. Isn't that right, Steve? 
They said, that's wrong. <laughs> I guess Steve is not my producer. That's fine. <laughs> I'll produce. I guess I can produce on my own. Maybe if I recruit Kevin Bishop, former lead actor of Muppet Treasure Island. Uh, cool. That movie was fun. Good music. Uh, Cabin Fever. That was my favorite. We got Cabin Fever. Um, that was a good one. I've been cooking up a fucking storm lately. Hell yes. I made like, I'm doing hybrids, dog. Listen, this is why the, the cultural appropriation complaint about making foods, it makes me so mad because food and cuisine uh, is its own form of artistry and you can't appropriate a culture's food. I think it's a beautiful thing to share it and to reinvent it and reimagine it and to combine it. It's a very beautiful humanizing. It's a, it's, a, it's a coming together. It unites us more than it divides us. I think cultural appropriation when it comes to like hybrid foods, it, it bothers me. Or when like somebody, somebody who isn't, who's like, you know, who is an Asian, owns an Asian restaurant, like, you know, cook what you love and enjoy what you love. And that's okay. I don't think you're taking money away from somebody else unless you're carrying around. It's supply and demand. If the food is good, then it's good. You know, you don't have to be the color of the, you don't have to belong to the flag from which the food originates to make it, is what I'm saying. <clears throat> Anyways, this is me rationalizing this con this concoction to myself. So, I have these potato bacon pancakes in the freezer, this giant bag of them, and they're delicious for a, for a nice meal. Sometimes I just get cravings for pierogies, you know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to put on uh, a little weight in the right places. I'm trying to eat fattier stuff so it goes up to my big fat breastuses, my big fat fucking tits, and into my hips and all the good areas. And so I'm eating like 40%, 14% sour cream and drinking 2% milk. I used to do like, I used to never eat sour cream. And if I did, it would be fat free and it would be skim milk and everything would be lean, 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 lean. And now I'm like, fucking let's load it on. Put some butter on my butter. Put some fucking, uh, yes, I'll have another Snickers after dinner. Yes, I'll put some butter on my ice cream, if you could, please. Yes, I'll have four scoops of Reese's ice cream, Reese's peanut butter ice cream, with a dollop of butter. Um, anyways, so, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I made, uh, last night, I made Mexican pierogies. I, I boiled the pierogies so they got all soft, and then I threw them in a pan with, uh, onions and peppers that were already sautéing and some garlic, and then... I uh, sprinkled some chili powder and cumin on there to give it like that taco seasoning. So a little bit of garlic, more uh, roasted red pepper and garlic seasoning. And then I shredded some Monterey Jack cheese and tossed in a few kidney beans. I know kidney beans maybe aren't necessarily Mexican, but like I need, I need them for the fiber. I'm trying to poop like Shirley. I'm trying to be my own dump lady, if you know what I'm saying. So, uh, and then I sprinkled some diced fresh tomatoes at the end I garnished with diced tomatoes and cilantro and then I did I had salsa and sour cream and I combined them into like this creamy uh sour creamy salsa delight because you gotta have pierogies with sour cream but also Mexican style food 
you gotta have salsa. So talk about a fucking hybrid. Are your mouths watering out there? I sure goddamn hope so, because that was delicious. And I'll do it again, god damn it. I'll do it again, god damn it. Um, I'm Eastern European. I'm allowed to do pierogies. Am I allowed to make Mexican-style pierogies? That's my homage to uh, Mexican food. Love Mexican food. I love cuisines of the world. Let me experiment with your cuisines. Let me make all kinds of cuisines. I love it. Food is meant to be shared and enjoyed and bonded over. That's my opinion. And that's what I always say. And that's what I always say. I don't know if this is a, even a controversial stance. It probably isn't. But I'm just hypersensitive, you know. I don't want to make anybody mad. I've already upset one dump lady. I don't want anybody else messaging me after this podcast episode airs and be like, you suck. You suck Mexicans and Ukrainians <laughs> never belong together. I mean, that sounds way worse. So it's, it feels like I'm on the right side of uh, the argument here. And if they do fucking message me, guess what? Banana slamma. I'm going to give you a banana slam because... I'm the queen of banana slamma. And listen, if Dump Lady's coming after me, uh, she's going to get b a banana slamma. I'm going to banana slammer. So poor Dump Lady. Surely if you're out there, um, I hope I didn't ruin comedy for you. But it sounds like there wasn't a lot in your life to begin with. So uh, I guess I just snuffed out what was left of of your tiny little flame of of humor in your life. I apologize. You know, I could uh, have some kidney beans. Have a spoonful of Metamucil and unblock that blockage. Okay, what's what do we got going on in my notes? Oh, I'll end on this. I saw on Twitter that Rebecca Black put out an album. You guys remember Rebecca Black? She was the girl who put out a music video when she was like 13 and it went super viral. It was, I think it was like the early days of YouTube and it went viral and it was the song that went Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. I got a friend on my right and I'm feeling good. And you know what I mean? It like, it didn't rhyme. Most of it didn't make sense. It was like, gotta have cereal bowl and pack my bags and go to school, <laughs> you know? She packed her bags like Jarek and Jared. She got her bags, she collected her bags and got in the car. So, you know, maybe we should admire her. Anyways, she, it's years later. I don't know how old she is now or how long, how long ago exactly that video came out. Friday, but she just put out a new album and talk about revamping your brand. She's a stone cold fox. And I haven't listened to a single tune, so I can't comment on the quality of the music. But I'll tell you, from where I'm standing, it's, we love a glow up. You know what I'm saying? And in retrospect, it's, yeah, hindsight is 2020. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, it's actually 2023, because that's the year of our Lord. Um, but, you know, that poor girl, it just makes me sad reflecting on what I know she had to go through at the time to be this viral sensation for mockery and embarrassment when you're only 13 years old 
and you're impressionable and and your self-esteem is on shaky ground. You have no real foundations of of identity and confidence in who you are. And the whole and it feels like the whole world is calling you a dork and an idiot and a talentless fool. Like when you're a 13-year-old girl, of course you're going to internalize that. That's ruinous to your self-esteem and and to your that's life-changing. Fuck. So I got to say, seeing that she's put out an album and she's like stuck to that career, stuck to her dreams. God damn it. I salute you, Rebecca Black. Fuck yeah. I don't, I won't listen to your music. I don't really care. <laughs> but, but you as a story, you know what? I guess I owe it to her. I never really participated in the mockery. At least I don't remember if I did. Maybe I probably laughed with my friends. So I probably participated. Even if I heard it, I participated. So maybe I'll do my penance and listen to some of this Rebecca Black album. But we just love a redemption arc. And it's just unfortunate that the redemption part of that is necessary. And that we ostracize and mock uh, these vulnerable and truly 13-year-old girl. Yes, absolutely, she's vulnerable. I don't care if she belongs in a high tax bracket. She's a fucking little girl, you know? And now she's grown up into, a, it seems, a talented woman, and she's working, and she never let it uh, stop her from chasing her dreams. And we fucking love that over here at Podgus. And I salute you, Rebecca Black. If you're a listener of Podgus, fucking reach out to me. So I'll have you on as a guest, and we'll talk about your experience. Let's do it. If anybody's got a, le- a connect with Rebecca Black's publicist, Put me in touch. <laughs> I'm sure she can't. She wouldn't be able to wait. I'm sure she's excited to be a part of Podgus history. But anyways, good for her. I'm just I just wanted to look. This is some free promo for Rebecca Black. Check out her album. I have not. I wasn't really planning on it, <laughs> but um, good for her. And you know what? I hope Dump Lady. I wish the same for Dump Lady. Um, maybe she felt totally humiliated and mocked by the entire room. Look at me having a revelation right here, right now. I am responsible for humiliating this woman, and that doesn't feel good on me. But also, you know, it's a comedy show, and and who cares? It's a poop joke. But at the same time, I feel bad for you, lady. And I hope you find yourself a redemption arc that doesn't involve petty vengeance against me. Please leave me out of it. (laughs) revenge is this this is where it's enormously triumphantly true revenge the best revenge is living well and rebecca is good for her living well tracing her dreams so dump lady i i pray to thee i beg thee do not seek revenge take the high road take the high road that i myself failed to take you can be better than me I implore you, dump lady, be better than me. Take a nice piping hot relaxing shit. Take, (laughs) unload your burdens, dump lady. Unload your symbolic burdens. Just flush the shit of your life away. Flush me away if you have to. And take the high road and triumph and conquer. This is what I wish for you. And I apologize for my role in your, um comeback story but i i will respectfully um 
I will respectfully embrace my role in your redemption arc as the villain if it means living well and better. So, you know, look at me spinning spinning this into a positive thing when really I'm to blame, but mostly the husband. Let's be real. Okay, anyways. But until then, lady, give yourself a clank. Clank those thoughts clean. You guys, here's that's the new segment. It's not going to be the whole episode every single time. I brought it back at the end. It's maybe I'll make them shorter. Maybe I'll make them longer. Fuck you. Who cares? I don't know. Hey, Jarek and Jared, get your bags. We're going. We're in the car. Here we go. Anyways, um, that's Podgist for this week. Have a good week. I don't think I stopped to take a single breath. And that's how you know it's a good one. I don't know. That's is it? That's what I'm saying. So if you're a good person, have a good week. Have a good week if you're a good person. But if you're not, then uh, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> don't uh, don't have a good week. I hope you have less a good week than good people. Okay. Have a good week if you're a good person. Bye. <laughs>